Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. I hope you are enjoying your Friday. I'm Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. And today we are going to look at Nehemiah. All right. So on Sunday, we will hear a message and its topic is going to be Nehemiah. So uh, we're going to dive a little bit deeper here and see what else we can find out about him before we go into Sunday's message. Um, But our theme this year has been rebuilding the house of the Lord. And we did a sermon series on that last year. Um, And this podcast has kind of been one way that we've been looking at that through the with God life. And Nehemiah, who is somewhat connected to Ezra. So in the Old Testament, you have the book of Ezra. And then right after, you've got Nehemiah. And Ezra rebuilt the house of the Lord um, by building the temple. Now, Nehemiah is rebuilding the walls around Jerusalem. So... Yeah, we studied Ezra last year, and we're going to dive deeper into Nehemiah right now. So, Anson, what do you have for us? Yeah, Nehemiah is is connected with Ezra in a lot of ways. Like Ezra is sort of this this priestly type figure. Like he went to rebuild the temple. Yeah, that was his job to bring spiritual direction. Then you have Nehemiah, who's more like not a priest. He's more like a a lay person in 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 a sense, but uh, a lay person who has a powerful prayer life and who God uses mightily in a different way than Ezra. And we we see Nehemiah his like the beginning of his wall rebuilding sort of comes like he fulfills a a, a prophecy that Daniel has and we'll cover Daniel in a, in a couple weeks, but that the walls of Jerusalem will be will be rebuilt. And you may ask like why is it really important for the walls to be rebuilt? Like mm-hmm. it's understandable why Ezra be, rebuilt the temple, but why is it important for the walls around Jerusalem to rebuild? to be rebuilt. And you see, again, just a reminder that the Israelites, many of them have been in exile. So this is Nehemiah bringing people back to Jerusalem to rebuild the walls there. Um, so a remnant went back to build the temple, like we said, and but now the city sort of needs protection. So Nehemiah wanted to go and protect the city as well as to continue the work of rebuilding um, rebuilding the house of the Lord, rebuilding the spiritual life within within the city. But this is one way where he was like, all right, I can come and I can help protect the city. But before he even went and and asked the king, um, before he even went and asked the king Artaxerxes if he could have this, this permission to go and the resources to go, he prayed and asked for God's permission regarding it, which, which God did grant, but I do think it is important. But before he even asked, like he didn't ask for permission and then go and ask the king if the king gave it or not. He went and he prayed and pleaded with the Lord, said, hey, God, this is something I think is important. This is something I want to do, and I think this would be good for the city. May I go do it? And God God blessed it. God granted it. He went to King Artaxerxes. He said yes. God aided Nehemiah as he went about it, gave him the resources and the personnel to complete uh, to complete the wall. 
And that's not to say he didn't experience any any opposition. Like people, specifically the non-Jewish officials of the time, opposed what Nehemiah was doing pretty pretty forcefully. They really didn't want him to do what he was doing. But God had a plan for what Nehemiah was doing, and and they were rebuilding the house of the Lord, the temple. They were also rebuilding just the city of Jerusalem, which was really powerful um, for the people at the time. Um, and once the walls were built, Nehemiah, like his, his like, all right, I built the walls. Along with Ezra, he sort of worked to bring reform and drawing people back to God in the city of Jerusalem. Like Nehemiah was a man deeply prayerful in love with the Lord. Uh, I was I was speaking with some of our pastors even earlier today, and they they were just saying that like we could do an entire sermon just on Nehemiah's prayer life. Like it is, he just sought out the Lord powerfully and deeply and convictingly like he he is someone to who we when we read we can emulate his prayer life and what that looked like and how and how he sought the lord in that so he was deeply in prayer about this and he wanted to work with Ezra to rebuild the house of the lord to rebuild the the people to bring the spiritual life back to the, the land like he cared about his people in their land and and while he was in exile he never gave up on the restoration of his people and the restoration of the land he was a person who wanted God to be the center God to be what people are looking to and to sort of bring it back because the people weren't like we talked about on Wednesday like there were many people marrying outside of the nation of Israel which caused a lot of strife and caused a lot of issues and and we see how they dealt with it maybe not rightly but we see a man here in Nehemiah who is seeking the Lord and wanting to bring the, the spiritual life of the city of the people back to back to the, the Jerusalem back to the people in Jerusalem back to the remnant that came with him and he did this in part by rebuilding the wall, rebuilding the protection around the city in order to fortify it. Yeah. And I think uh, if you guys are really interested in this, uh, one, just reading Nehemiah is kind of like a architectural um, mm. book to read. But there's also a ton of more deep diving stuff that you can do on studying the uh, the walls of uh, Jerusalem that Nehemiah kind of came up mm. with. Um, he didn't just build like one big wall, uh, kind of like we might think of Jericho or something, but there was strategy behind it in adding in all these gates. And you can go read about like he added in the fish gate and the sheep gate, right? That's where like the sheep would have come in and out and things like that. And these things are all strategically placed. So it's not just like, oh, this guy just built a wall, hmm. but he had these like crazy, uh, really cool and interesting um architectural designs for it and strategy behind defense and things so definitely a, an interesting book you, honestly i think it, if i find the time i would love to do like an extra podcast on this because i remember studying it a few years ago and super nerded out on the whole nehemiah wall building um, and you can also apply like a lot of these things to your life and, and maybe rebuilding your life as uh, nehemiah rebuilt the walls around Jer jerusalem mm. so uh anson if you had a Facebook, what would it be? Creative wall builder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Him with a brick. <laughs> yeah. He he was the cupbearer for the Persian king Artaxerxes. Like while he was in in captivity, he he was a cupbearer for the king. So like he had it's not like there was this man coming up to the king to ask for permission to go build the walls that the, the king didn't know. Like he ha would have had maybe not a good relationship with the king because it wasn't like they were buddy buddy, but they he would have known him. 
And think about this around the entirety of Jerusalem in their day and age with the resources that they had with no power equipment, it took under two months, took 52 days to rebuild the wall. Like that blows my mind. That's impressive. The amount of time it takes me to do like my own yard work. Right. It's like, this is not like, how could you do this in 52 days? Right. Whenever I start a project, I make 52 trips to Home Depot in one day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The other day, this is complete sidebar. I measured my toilet because I needed a new toilet seat and I went to Lowe's and I measured wrong and I got the like elongated toilet seat. Oh yeah, there's different shapes. Yeah, Got home and I was like, I could make this work. And I was like, Nope. No, nope. this isn't. I had to go back to literally just for a toilet seat. Like, how do I measure that wrong? That's embarrassing. It is you had to return a toilet seat. I literally had to return a toilet seat. Um, well, that would fit in because Nehemiah, one of the gates that he had in, is called the dung gate. <laughs> so you can imagine, right? Like, again, like you're in Jerusalem, you've barricaded your, everyone in there. You got to figure out, like, where are all the resources and the post resources <laughs> going right and uh so he thought of that and and literally one of the gates right you got the sheep gate um, so you would lift the, the east gate, gate and all of the and you got city's the, dung would you got, flow out you got the dung gate yeah you can read about it that's like reminds me of there's like um farms that like ha- literally buy like a whole property just mm-hmm. to have the cow manure flow yeah. into it i yeah. don't know this is useless well, it's where they had like trash and everything like that but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no that's true but he served as after he rebuilt the walls to get us off of toilet talk um he served as the governor of a district of judea for 12 years so after the walls were built he, he served as a governor so he was in leadership and the the other like fascinating fact or, or just thing that's really important is he he brought a decent amount of of religious and economic reform, drawing people back to Yahweh in his time, mm. um, drawing people back to God along with Ezra. They did it in different ways in different roles. But again, I think it's really, really important for us to see how, all right, you have Ezra the priest. He's the person bringing spiritual reform. And then you have the person, the, the lay person who's bringing about um, economic and, and even bringing about religious reform, um, yeah. bringing people back to God. It, it shows us that the church isn't, isn't built upon um, what the what the pastor is doing or, right. or what the leadership is doing. It is built upon the people serving and following the Lord. So oh, cool. how how are we doing that? How are we serving and following the Lord in our in our different spaces? And we'll look at a little bit more about that in in Esther in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, awesome! But um, but yeah, Nehemiah, cool dude. Yeah, Dungate, Sheepgate. Yeah, and definitely a guy who I think we can say walked with the Lord walked with God. Yeah. Yeah. Good walk with God, dude. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this Friday podcast. I look forward to Sunday hearing uh, more about Nehemiah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Anson, we'll see you later. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.